Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Frank Whaley, five feet nine, New York. Shuffling around in your seat. By way of Fairfield County. Jesus. Why are you shuffling around so much? I'm trying to get my chapstick. I gotta get my lips bombed. Uh, Today's Friday, March 10th, everyone. Jesus Christ. Friday, March 10th. How did that happen? Uh, Well, I mean, what do you mean? How did that happen? It just seems like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Time time just keeps on slipping into the future. I find time is standing still, especially since I woke up this morning. Uh, you were doing a little bit of like what you would do in a self tape there where you, it's called, if you're not an actor I, and you're listening to this, you have to slate your name. Hold on. I'm Googling myself, but you slate your name and you'd say, sometimes they want to know your height and where you live. Yeah. And so I would say Heather Whaley, I am five feet 10 and I live on the moon. I'm, but I'm just. Because I, I just thought about something because I said five feet nine there and I thought and I just Googled myself and um, it says on my if you Google me. Frank Whaley. Whaley, what Whaley, Whaley, you can say Whaley or Whaley. I'm not sure. Whaley. Some people say Whaley. Whaley. Um, but and then some people say Wally in Canada. People refer to me a lot as Wally. Frank Wally. Anyway, that aside, if I Google myself, which I do two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, twelve times a day, um, but I've never actually looked at this. They give my height as five seven. Well, here it's, sometimes they say five foot nine, and here's one that says five feet six inches. Okay, this is bullshit. Sometimes I am. That's <laughs> oh, hold on a second. You can Google I'm your not measurements. I'm 5'7", and I'm not 5'6". I'm 5 feet 9. Oh, what I'm, the heck? I'm 5 feet 9 inches tall. I have a size 13 and a half shoe. Okay. What? That would be w- very weird. You'd be like as, as tall as your feet are long. Th- no. I- I'm, I'm longer than a 13-inch foot. A 13-inch foot? Uh, you mean like a size 13? Yeah, I have size 13 and a half shoes, which you know what that means. I'm seeing your height as 1.75 meters. Listen, um, I just, uh, now, I'm, now I'm all bummed out because I'm not five feet seven. And when I do those stupid self-tapes, and there's been a lot of, um, a lot of hoopla about the self-tapes recently. Yes. Um, some actors on the internet came out because... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm sorry to be sniveling, Heather. I know this. Yeah, a pet I can't peeve stand of yours. that. Yeah, it's a pet peeve of yours. And um, but if I don't, if I if I don't make that sound, I can't snort my methamphetamine. Oh my right? God! Stop. Um, I'm not snorting methamphetamine. No, but just stop sniffling and moment, snorting. I will be later on because it's Friday. Um. Well, for those who of you out there that don't understand that self tape business, it's during um. During the pandemic, everything shut down, and what a little few acting jobs there were, people had to put themselves on tape because of casting directors and want people. Basic, on their yeah. Face. Basically, they send you pieces of a script, and you have to sit in front of a camera, record yourself, and email it to them. That's correct. Yeah, and um, 
or upload it to a thing. It sucks. It's it's unfortunately. Um, Are you done burping? Uh, this has been very unpleasant not. since the beginning today. The shuffling around, looking for your chapstick, the sniffling and snorting, and now you're belching. A, I can't snort without without I can't snort my methamphetamine without snorting, and the um, oxycontin makes me burp. So oh my god, that's my problem. <laughs> Here's the deal with the self taping. Uh, it's um, it's awful. And some people are calling for the casting directors to come back in so that people, actors, can go in and audition for themselves. I just FYI, I I don't do self tapes except if there's lots of money involved, right, Heather? I'm not self taping for like, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry comes along. There, well, there are certain certain jobs that you would, and there are certain jobs that you just get because they call and say, "Hey, can Will Frank please come do this?" El correcto, and so. But when I do have to do it, you have to read, you have to be my reader. And, you know, you can tell folks some of the ground rules that we have for that. It's This is beyond it being a pain in the ass for actors. Mm -hmm. Anybody who lives with an actor who has to be the person who's helping with the self-tape, it's, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not going to get on TV from this. I get nothing from this. And it's my time. The other day, there was something that was like 14 pages long. It was like three hours of my time that normally that would be like a casting director. They wouldn't have to sit through 14 pages. They would give you like three pages and somebody would be getting paid to put you on tape. Sounds like somebody's whining like a snowflake over there. Um, but here's but, the thing. But it's also very stressful. Here's the thing. It's stressful and it causes problems but in a relationship. Tell the people about the ground rules. Uh, I'm not allowed to look you in the eye. If you can't remember your lines, it's my fault. Correct. Uh, Sometimes you overact, which throws me off. Yeah, if I want to put a little fun spin on it, like I want to do an accent or something, you get very upset with me. Yep. Just what trying else? to have a little fun what in else? the mundanity of my life. What else? Mundanity? Yeah. I don't uh, think that's a word. The, what else? What are the other ground rules? You're not allowed to look at me. You have to sit six feet away. You can't do any accents or dialects. Don't overact, please. Take the, take a pause if you need oh to my take God. a pause. Don't yeah. speed up if you don't yeah, need to d- speed up. But not up. that much of a pause. Just a little bit less of a pause. Oh, no, a little bit more than that. Okay. Yeah. Th- this is what it's like. Well, that's because, you know, you're over there acting like a you know, damn fool instead of like acting like, you know, that wonderful, splendid actress you are. Just because you're not on tape doesn't mean you can't be an actress. Exactly. Understand? Exactly. You would benefit from me putting on my accents and actually playing the character. Anyway, what's going on now is some actors have gone on the internet and said, hey, this is enough. You know, we, 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 we shouldn't have to do all these self-tapes. Uh, casting actors need to go back in because COVID's over. COVID was never real to begin with. What? All people had to do was put bleach in their body, oh shine my God. a light inside their eyes. Open up the lungs to the light. But... But the casting directors are never going to go back into the office because guess what? The casting directors now don't have to pay their rent. They don't have to pay employees to run the camera. They don't have to, to um, you know, make small talk with idiots like me. They just get tapes that they usually don't look at. 
And, they um, are saying now that they look at all the tapes. I don't believe it. It's bullshit. They don't look at uh, shit. They, they might look at them. They might look at five seconds of them. And with all due respect to all the caster jokes out there, any caster that might be, be hearing me right now, I love you. You're they, my hero. They watch it enough to hear you say, Frank Whaley, five foot nine, and they go, five foot nine? And then He's five fall, seven. They fall down on the ground laughing, and then they, they, and they throw the tape up. But there's been a big controversy because there was a casting agency that was offering money to have people read with actors and to put them on tape and edit their tapes. And you could go into a place and rent out a room and it was at a casting agency's office. So basically actors are shelling out money for a job they might not even get. Five feet seven. I mean, come on. Five feet six. I mean, I'm not tall. I've never been tall. But... um. I, I mean, it's, I remember, I remember, I think I might have, when I was in college, I don't know why I'm remembering this now, when it's due to my height, I never thought about how tall I was, because I'm an average height, right? Yeah, I'm, you're definitely average in our house. I'm, I'm an average height. I'm an average size man, okay? Men are bigger now than they used to be. I'm an average-sized man. Listen, there's plenty of times when it is to your advantage to be not a large, a larger person. Like you have to squeeze in between some bars to escape from some something, someone who has you imprisoned. When I was in college, rescue people from a cave in Thailand. You I, don't want to be a big guy for that. When I was in college, I was in the in the one of the few times when I was in college at the State University of New York at Albany that I went into the gym and I was working out in the gym and there was a young, a, a young co-ed and, um, and I didn't get to say I didn't get any play in college is an understatement. I got no play. I had no rap. I had no game and I had no action in college. There was that guy who asked you to dance at cahoots or whatever, thought you were a girl. Oh, no, that was when I was a freshman at the po- University, State University of New York at Potsdam. I was at the Rusty Nail one dark Saturday evening, and a man thought that I was a girl. I was wearing Oshkosh Bagosh uh, overalls, and I had hair like Scott Bale when he played Chachi. And this dude thought I was a cute little girl, and he asked me to dance. And I said, I am not a girl. And then he wanted to kick my ass. But I digress. Cut to about a year later. And I'm at the State University of New York at Albany. And uh, if you think I'm squirrely as hell now after making some money, when I was flat broke in the 80s on an education opportunity program grant at State University of New York at Albany, I had no action. Okay. But for some reason, this young lady, co-ed, was like, I thought, like, like looking at me. I thought my first in- inclination was that you know, maybe I'd stolen something from her at some point. She was like, you, you stole my, you know, you stole my backpack. But long story short, she was like giving me the eye. And she was at the time, at the moment, she was sitting down at a, like a Nautilus thing. And so I, you know, I thought, I went over and I said, hey. And she said, hey. And, and we started talking. And when she stood up, she was six feet two. Okay. Uh-huh. I was shocked because when I, I was, I had no idea she was that tall. And we had, we had, you know, I had asked her out and I didn't know how tall she was until she stood up from that Nautilus bench. Um, she was a, a, a Danish uh, 
Uh, she was where somebody where somebody from if they're Danish Denmark yes thank you Heather she was Danish I think she, right or uh, are you from Holland no yeah. that's Dutch <laughs> anyway she was in like um, I think uh, an exchange student she was out in the, like the uh, volleyball team did you go out with her well I went out with her yeah she was really strikingly beautiful Danish girl and I remember she had a brother who was like equally as tall and beautiful um. And I went out with her, and here's where, you know, when you say being tall is detrimental, because if she, I had no idea, she went to, I'm not kidding, I'm not, I'm not joking, I had no idea she was that tall until she stood up and she towered over me. I have no idea. Like, my friend, like, so I went on a couple but of days Why is that her. detrimental? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm, I, at the time, I was 5'9". Detrimental is, to you, to your ego. I was five. You nine. you don't have a, a a strong enough ego to go out with a woman, a beautiful woman, if she's not shorter than you. I think that's something you should examine. I was five feet nine then, as I am now. Mm-hmm. And this woman was, if she was, you know, in her bare feet, sopping wet, she was six three. If she was, you know, I bet dollars to donuts, she was six three and a half. Okay, so. And, like, so my friends, my small group of friends I had were like, what is this girl doing with you, man? Because she was a really pretty girl, beautiful girl. Like a, like a supermodel. She was, yeah, she was like a brick house, as they used to say, as the Commodores used to say. And so, and who knows, if she had been normal height. That is a normal average height. Average height. Okay. Like me. This might have gone somewhere. We, you and I wouldn't be sitting in this goddamn closet right now. I'd be over there in, in Danish land with oh, this girl. Yeah, but maybe Dutch she's. Holland. But but maybe maybe she's maybe she's better off. You're acting like like this is how why it was detrimental to her. She didn't. She wasn't graced with a second date. I can only speak from my own experience. And we went on two or three dates, and and oftentimes like we would just like like one time I remember like she she want, always wanted to hold hands. Two problems. Her hand was three times the size of my hand. Okay. Now, you don't want a, a, that. If you're a, a male, you don't want that size hand on any part of your body. You know what I'm saying? You don't want, you don't like any part of the man body that that size of hand goes on. Oh, you don't want a large hand small. making you look like you have a small genitals in comparison. You want someone with a small hand for that? You this are, is all about your ego. You brought up genitals. I didn't make this is this is all your your ego rising to the surface and saying that you don't have the self confidence and the self assuredness to date a tall person. When she held my hand, it was like it's like my hand disappeared inside of her hand. Okay, and like it was like a you know a fa- it was like a, mo- a mother walking her toddler. Or you ever see like. Like a human being walking with like a, a a chimpanzee, that's what I felt like. You ever, you know what I mean? Like that's how it. Like, um, what's his name? What what's that guy's name? The man with the yellow hat walking with um. The man that? in the yellow hat with Cur- Curious George. That's right. That's right. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I've dated women who've been like, you know, slightly taller than me. But I'm talking about significantly taller. Like she could play. She could be in the WNBA. This woman was really, really super tall. I'm not talking about like a slight difference in height. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. This was absurd. One time, 
And this was the end of the relationship. Unfortunately, it had to end at this point because, and this is not a joke. I'm not making this up. Um, because we were, we were, we, we had, you know, we had romantic interludes. I'll say no more. But she would always like, she would always say, you know, when will you meet me in front of the student center? That's the, you have one accent that you do. That's an authentic Dutch accent. Would you meet me in front of the student center? Something no, like that. That's, that's, that's cliche over the top. That's the kind of acting I don't want you to do when we're doing this self tape off camera. That's why I don't like you to do accents. This is a Dutch accent. This is how this exact, this is a, a studied Dutch accent. I'll, uh, you know, this is like Meryl Streep. She would say, Would you like to have some lunch in front of the student center? <laughs> I will bring sandwiches and we will sit. And I, and I would, great, sure. And she would always make like, you know, she would like make, bring sandwiches. Like, it was just crazy. One time. I think, I think this person sounds lovely. I think. She was, she was lovely. This is the problem. She was just too fucking tall. She was, she, you couldn't handle it. It was your ego was too tall. That's the problem. The relationship ended. And, and this is not, and this is not a joke. Um. I was with my two friends at the student center, and they, you know, we were just, we were hanging out, playing, play, like playing in an ACDC cover band at the time. Vandal 666. These guys. And that was the they name. Said, I said, the they said, you want to hang? Wanna, they like, you want to hang? I said, no, no, I'm meeting this guy. I'm, I'm meeting my, my, my friend. And uh, they said, okay. And I, I bid them for a while, and I walked over, and she saw me, and she got so excited to see me coming. And she was sitting there. She had the sandwiches laid out. She got so excited to see me that she, that when I, as I approached, she leapt up all six, five and a half. She's frame, growing. Her, her, her enormous frame. And as I came over, I'm not joking you, she put her hands inside of my armpits and lifted me off the ground. Oh, my God. Lifted me off of my feet. So my feet were dangling in the air. My ankles were flopping. And I was shocked. I was surprised and let out like a, a, you know, like a, a nervous giggle. And also like the word put me down. My friend saw the whole thing. She put me down. She apologized. She was just excited to see me. I oh. ate the cheese sandwich. And I let her down easy. Oh, my God. You ate the sandwich and then broke up with her? Oh, that was a good day. She made a damn good sandwich. Hey, Frank, you want a letter? Yes? No? Yeah, yeah, letter? yeah. yeah. Th that last story that you told reminded me of when we first started this podcast, we had a listener who was from Denmark. Uh-huh. I wonder if she's still listening. Let us know if you're still listening. Only if you're under six feet tall. Oh, my God. All right. So how this is going to work, I'm going to read you. We've gotten a bunch of mail. Make that five feet nine. A bunch of mail. And I'm going to read you mm, three or four of them. And then you pick the one you want to respond to. Before you to. say that, can I just, I was just looking at this article in, uh, you like Tracy Anderson, right? I have one of her workout DVDs, but I don't think we have a DVD player anymore. But you better not. I've done her workouts. You need to throw that away. Why? You need to throw all your Tracy Anderson DVDs away. Why? Because 
her exercise classes cause bacterial vaginosis. What? An athlete's foot. Wait, her in-person classes? How can you get that from from doing like, like, dancing around? Um, Is it if you go to her class in person? I don't get athlete's foot from watching a DVD. When people were made to sweat profusely for up to four hours. Four hours? With little time to change between outfits, they got this, they got this vaginosis, and I don't need that in this house right now. Okay, but that's the people that are doing the recordings for her. I don't These are do her anything students. for four hours. Right, I just, uh, but what, just, just promise me one thing. Work out as much as you want. Don't bring any bacterial vaginosis now. Go ahead with what you're saying. Sorry. Jesus. That's Athlete's foot gross. is fine. I don't need vaginosis around here. No. Um, okay. So here's, here's the first one. This is from Steven. Thank you so much for keeping up with the new show. Hi, Steven. It is entertaining. Both my wife and I listen often. I'm hoping to see the next film Frank can put together and hope Heather has a prominent part in it. Not freaking likely. Uh, I know it must be so difficult to get a Why project off the ground like, and on the screen. Like, you've 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 been prom- you've been prominent in, in listen two of the four motion pictures. I had pictures a that couple made. of lines. That's not in, true. In your movies, and you're, you're, and you're, I was sleeping with the director. That's how bad I am at all of this. Yeah, but 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 usually, if you sleep with the director, you get an Oscar or something like that. When you say you, you don't you don't say you know three lines. When you say sleeping with the director, you mean you mean to say sexual intercourse. Right? Yes. Uh, Not um, taking a nap. Right. It sounds like you were like just sleeping. We just sleep. No, we're making love big time. But but look, you you don't have you have in two of the four motion pictures that I have written and directed to great success, you feature prominently. I was in three of those motion pictures. What was the third? Jimmy uh, Shell? Which is a brilliant motion picture, uh, like Sunday, like Rain, which is a brilliant motion picture. What's the other one? New York City Serenade. What were you in that one? Are you kidding me? I forgot. I forgot that whole movie. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> oh my god! I was really good in that. Actually, that that I was yeah, really I good in momentar- that. Had, Shame on you. I had a momentary lapse. You are actually. The best thing in that movie. I would I've agree. Said, I've said, I've said, I've said it to you privately, and I'll say it here publicly. Now, now, full disclosure of the four motion pictures that I've made, that is my least favorite. If, if, if there, I mean, if, of my children, if you have such a, such a thing as a least favorite, um, that was, that was um, perilous making that right. film. Okay, However, I, but- your performance. I got to finish. Okay, your performance in that film. Is absolutely brilliant. Thank you. What you brought, what you brought is I'm not bullshitting either. I know you're not. I mean, you're so good in that movie. But here's the thing: all three of the performances you give in those three different movies are so varied and different. You're you're an incredibly talented actress. I'm aware. Okay, so I'm gonna finish up this first. I'm aware. First Take a compliment. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. You, you, Thank that's you. That's the thing about you. You have a hard time with a compliment. You do. I do. I do. Um, okay. Is that a sign of narcissism? No. I think it might be. No. You're okay. talking about my ego, but what about yours? All right. So the end of this Stephen's email says, I know it must be so difficult to get a project off the ground and on the screen, but we are rooting for both of you. Our best to you and your family. Okay, so that's number one. So here's number... Thank you, Stephen. Here's number two, okay? 
And this is from this is from Matt. Hello, okay. I am here letting you know I love the podcast and I'm a big fan of your films. The Jimmy Show, seriously, has transformed my life. After purchasing The Jimmy Show on VHS when it released in 2001, I think it might have aired on HBO initially, I reached out to Frank out of the blue a few months back after watching a YouTube video of an interview where Frank answered The Jimmy Show being his most underappreciated film. I was thinking and hoping that was his answer beforehand, which it ended up being so, and it gave me goosebumps, and that's what drove me to contact After really being inspired from that film, I quickly became a fan of the rest of his work. Joe the King is another phenomenal film. Frank should have won a damn Grammy for his dying scene in A Midnight Clear. After viewing your socials, it led me to this podcast. I must say I'm a late bloomer on tuning in the pod, but recently started listening, and this has become my favorite podcast. Both of your dynamic is very special, and you guys are so funny. Would love to have a coffee with you both sometime at the Big Bonanza Buffet if there's ever any seating. Okay, first of all, why are you going to win a Grammy for your role in the movie? You didn't sing. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I, I think... You should have won a damn whatever, Grammy for that one, Frank. Whatever this dude is saying, I agree with 100% because... Um, He's right about all of it in, and, and more. And all that and more I should be getting. I should be getting everything because I'm the best. But The Jimmy Show is a great movie. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if it ever aired on HBO, but I do remember one thing about The Jimmy Show, which grossed approximately $750 at the box office. But what I will say about that movie is two things about that movie. A, it was supposed to premiere... And you know more about this than I do, Heather. Well, you know just as much about this than I, as I do. The Jimmy Show, which is a, which is a, uh, a film that I wrote, um, uh, adapted from a play called Veins and Thumbtacks by the brilliant playwright Jonathan Mark Sherman. I believe I've mentioned his name on this podcast before. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. He's an American, uh, American hero. He, he is a, a, a national treasure. I uh, did this play, Veins and Thumbtacks, on the... On the on the small stage, and um, and uh, always loved it changed me, and I and I set out to make it into a motion picture, which I did. I I called I I called the, the film the Jimmy Show. Character main character is named Jimmy, and um, it's about a, a guy who who st- sets out to become a stand up comedian, though he has no sense of humor, no jokes, and no comic timing. So you, as you can imagine, it's a feel good movie, right, Heather? Yeah, but you are brilliant in that as well. So people go out and find the Jimmy Show. But anyway, I remember one night I was lying when when we have when we were you and I were young parents. This is the crazy thing, crazy one of the craziest things. We, I, uh, you were, I think you were in the other room nursing our 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 son was a baby at the time. And oh, what I was going to say is the film was supposed to premiere. You're going way off track and in circles. It was supposed to premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on September September 12th. No, at the Toronto International Film Festival. Yes, Toronto. Yes. On September 12th. That's correct, Heather. So, yeah. And and of of 2001. Many of you might remember. It was traveling there. Some of you might remember that on September 11th, 2001, um, there was a great tragedy in this country. Some of you may remember that. And, um, for me, the great tragedy was that my film couldn't make it to the Sundance or to the Toronto International Film Festival. For many of you, it was the World Trade Center falling down because terrorists, you know, flew planes into them. For me, it was that 
the Jimmy Show, my motion picture about a wannabe stand-up comedian in New Jersey, could make it. Anyway, I ended up playing at Sundance Film Festival a few months later. But you were lying in bed one night. Yes, and after the film came out, maybe two or three years after that film came out, I'd forgotten about it. Oh, I never forgot about it, but you know. What I'm oh saying. my God! I'm I'm watching <laughs> I'm watching the television, just flipping around, and I hit channel eleven. And in those days, on channel eleven, I think it might have been on a, a weeknight. They played a movie at, you know, after the news. And what the fuck movie is playing? On Channel 11 at 11.45 p.m. on a Wednesday night? The Jimmy Show. Amazing. I sat up in bed and pulled the covers off, realized I was stark naked, put on my shorts, and ran in and got you. Amazing. Yes. Here is letter number three. My name is Megan from the Akira Pro Team. I just noticed your website through your... Akira what? Akira Pro Team. I just noticed your website. Is that one word? Akira Pro? A-K-I-R-A. And then separate... A-K-I-R-A. Separate word. P-R-O in all caps. All right. I'm assuming we're going to know what this all is all about. Go ahead, Heather. Keep going. Uh, through your entire website listing and wanted to get in touch with you right away. We have a special offer for your website today, and that is first page rankings in all major search engines. What the fuck are you Starting at about? just $29.99, which I am absolutely certain will benefit your website and business by bringing you lots of new customers very, very quickly. This doesn't sound like a personal letter. That was number three. And here, you ready for number four? Okay. What is Akira Pro? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Right. I'm going through our emails and that was one of them. Yeah, I don't think that was pertinent. Go ahead. Hi, Heather and Frankie. Any Oscar predictions? Frank, I assume you were not nominated as the only thing you do these days are on the television. That's the a fuck? thing to say. Do you... Do an Oscar pool in your house? Let us know. Keep fuck? up the great show. I'd rather and hear from, from Taylor, Texas. I'd rather hear from Akira Pro than that mean person. What the fuck? Um, At least Akira Pro is offering us something. I mean, number one rankings on Google and Bing. Why, why, why bother? Why bother sending an insult my way? You know, like see, this. You take me on a roller coaster. I get the one person who's talking about how brilliant I am. Who you change their life? And you got this. This man or woman. Anne. He, he it's Anne. Is that he, him? A-N-N. It just says Anne. Oh. They, I'm assuming it's a she, her, because Did they if give your name pronouns? is Anne and you're not a she, her, you would probably give your pronouns. No, she didn't give her pronouns. Do you give your pronouns? Uh, I can. I don't mind. Whatever. Right. Good. You should. Uh, you yeah. Should. In solidarity. Sure. Of course. Um, I think, well, I just want to go back. Um, Akira Pro, I'm, I would like to sign up for that and um, note to self. And I have no idea what it is, but I'm going to send $20 anyway. But, and for Anne, yeah, and no, I'm not nominated for an Academy Award this year. And, um, uh, and but you are going to get a Grammy. Yeah. I could, I could, um, and perhaps I'm, and perhaps I'm up for one of the Emmy, perhaps I'm, uh, maybe I'll be up for an Emmy for one of the, you know, the, what does she refer to it? TV thing. TV, that's where you, huh? she can only see you on TV these days. Yeah, well, that most people see everything on TV these days, Anne. Okay? Yes. But, but thank you for writing in, everybody. I love all of that. 
Um, Oscar predictions. You know what? 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 Uh, what? What do you got, Heather? What's your prediction? What's your like? What? Do, oh my like, god! Just, just, just it's and, all such bullshit. Right? What's your best <sighs> picture? What's going to win best picture? I don't know what's going to win best picture. Okay, but if it's Top Gun, I'm going to just throw our television out the window. What's going to be Top Gun? It might be everything all at once, whatever that is. I didn't like that movie. But I watched ten minutes of that thing I, and I turned the shit off. I thought the best movie that I saw this year was go ahead. Bum ba dum ba bum. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, my God. That's right. You love German people and oh, German-speaking people. It and... was so good. Yep. Everything about it, the photography, the the makeup, the costumes, the acting, the story. Ugh. My prediction for Best Picture of the Year was actually made in 2016. French film called Things to Come with Isabelle Huppert. It may not win because it was made, you know, some... Eight years ago, but I still think it should win. Yeah, that's it's usually got to be in that that year. Well, in that in that case, I would say the film best film I saw this year was uh, a tie. Uh, the film After Sun, which I don't think is nominated for best picture, but it should be. It's the best picture I've seen this year. Or uh, the Quiet Girl. But was the Irish Quiet style. Girl nominated this year? I, I don't think it's, it's coming. I think it's coming out soon in in America. You know what I I actually think should be nominated for Best Picture this year? And that this is not a bullshit joke. Either The Jimmy Show. Oh, my God. Or Vaginosis, A Love Story. Thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, keep those letters coming in. You can write to us at whaleyfamilyhour at gmail.com. And also, like and subscribe to this podcast. And hit me up on Cameo. Good. This is not very good podcast content.